episode Hello. two, y'all. Welcome back. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Um. You know, I'm not as nervous as I was last time. We've gotten some feedback on it, and you know, I feel more comfortable. I should. I feel more comfortable. Yes. Great. Well, let's get this motherfucking episode underway because I've been feeling emotional today and I'm not in the mood to play. Okay. Um, oh. I've got this little uh, something something that I rolled up here. I'm just go ahead yeah, and give I'm, that a little a little bit of fire. So we I'm a can light get the vibes thing. right. I My stupid ass smoked earlier and passed the fuck out. So... This is this is me post weed nap. Yeah, that's why you was all excited and 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 blowing up my line, getting ready to fucking record. I'm trying to ease myself on down the road, and and oh, you yeah. you was jumping down my fucking throat. Cause listen, baby, if we ain't do it, I was gonna go back to sleep. That's one thing about me. I'm gonna always get my naps in. I'm a I'm I'm a sleepy ass bitch. Okay, so if you ain't st- if if we wasn't gonna do this, I was gonna be sleep for. Honestly, probably the next, like, 12 hours. I'm not even going cat. Like, well, we're glad you're here in queer. Um, let's <laughs> introduce the weed a little bit. I'm smoking on something uh, that was labeled grapes. Um, and it doesn't taste very grapey, so I think that was a lie. Uh, you know they just be calling it anything. The hood plugs really do just be calling it anything. And I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know why or like where the shit be coming from i don't know why they think the shit has to have a name i don't know if maybe some of the customers are like yo what is this i'm not that girl personally if i'm not picking up from the dispensary i don't expect to know i feel like the surprise is part of the experience of copping off the street nah i definitely um as someone who smokes with people who are a like oh what kind of weed is this like type people they definitely as someone who has a lot of friends that have sold drugs as well (laughs) shout out to y'all um they they definitely do i've seen them just be like oh child i don't know what the fuck this name is i don't know what kind of weed this is it's just some weed i got i'm gonna tell them that it's i'm gonna make up some kind of name for it and they just tell y'all whatever they think sounds best and y'all be y'all be buying it y'all be smoking it anyway it's not like y'all go no right so (coughs) If it's if it's one motherfucker out here whose dick gets road, it's the motherfucking plug. The plug's dick be getting road all the way down. Y'all niggas will live and die by y'all plugs. And that's fine because loyalty is key. But I've definitely been with some people who have just been in motherfucking denial that their plugs weed is trash. Um <coughs> and Mm, that's really you know when you have to kind of have those tough conversations like dog listen i actually can't even smoke with you no more because you keep providing me with this bush weed and calling it za and i'm not into it like <laughs> i'm not into it and i'm not giving you 84.8 like it's not going down like that some of, like some of the funniest shit that i've seen has been when people actually have spoken up and told their plug that it's not good like the other day my sister was like she had somebody over the house 
and they sell weed so they were like giving us weed and they were like oh smoke this let me know how it tastes let me know how it tastes so we roll up we smoke it and he's like oh how is it and she's like um it's okay but like it's not like what i've been getting from this other dude and his face bro he literally was like oh and she was like why do you look like that and he was like you just told me i don't have good weed how do you expect me to look and i was like well i mean like shit go get you some better shit stop be out here trying to sell this mid and then asking niggas what it is and when they tell you it's mid you want to look upset but you knew what it was like i've never had to tell a plug before that the weed was trash but i have had pretty much that kind of duplicate conversation but i was telling a nigga that the dick was trash let me tell you when i was (laughs) (laughs) when i was a young broad like I had some dick that was so bad, like, it really, like, (laughs) I feel like I hate the girls who, like, only will fuck bitches because they be like, ah, niggas ain't shit, like, I'm about to be gay now, like, I'm about to, like, just, like, let some bitches eat my pussy because I would never eat pussy for real, but, like, I'm about to let some bitches eat my pussy because niggas ain't shit. Now, I'm not that girl, like, I actually, like, you know, but... This dick was so bad, I was like, maybe dick isn't for me anymore. Like, maybe I, like, it really, this is not my ministry. Because, like, it was so bad. And then just the awareness was just so not there. And I was so, like, I was really starting out. This was, like, body number three. Like, this was, like, very early on. And, like, you know, the way that I could just handle it, I just didn't call him back. But then he calls me maybe three, four weeks later after me kind of giving him the cold shoulder. And he was like, so do you miss me? And I was like, I just don't understand why you would ask me that. Um, (laughs) And he was like, I mean, I just feel like, you know, like it, it was great, right? Like. So no, it wasn't. And I was like, honey, like, not only was it not great, I would actually never do it again. And he was, like, so hurt by it. And I kind of understand. Like, I really do, like, like in a way. Like, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I understand because niggas, some niggas, you know, they really believe that the sun rises and sets on their dick. But me having to tell him that this wasn't the case, I mean, it really destroyed him. Funny enough that you bring that up. I actually just saw a TikTok about that. It was like, I I think these two girls were recording a podcast. I don't know. I I don't even remember who made the TikTok. But she was like, guys are kind of just trained that like, you show up, you nut, and then boom, you're good at sex. But like, girls or like, bottoms in the gay community you know shout out to the leg booties they are like so like indoctrinated or indoctrinated i don't y'all know what i'm trying to say they're trained to think that y'all have to like be sexy and y'all have to be doing tricks and y'all always gotta have something up y'all sleeve and y'all always gotta look good and da 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 and do all this to be good at sex but men don't get that same kind of training per se men kind of just show up men don't have to be impressive listen i don't do none of that shit i don't do none of that shit um i kind of unfurl the coochie after a long day and i'm like 
listen, okay, because <clears throat> I have grown woman coochie, okay, meaning I don't have a lot of time on my hands. I'm, I'm slipping this in, um, in between a lot of other things on my to-do list today, and like, it's not to say that I'm, I'm here, you know, f- for obligatory reasons, like, I, I, I'm here because I want to be. Uh, but I'm, I'm not here with a lot of time on my hands. Um, you know, we really don't have the time. (laughs) Okay. Um, for my weekly dream girls quote. Um, so I'm, I'm giving you the cooch. I'm giving you missionary and cowgirl, maybe. And I'm calling it an evening. I'm not doing striptease. Um, I'm not doing presentation okay i'm it's not giving pillow princess excuse me i said it's giving pillow princess no it isn't no it isn't because i give i give i give a lot i just don't have a very a very uh large window of time to do it so you know <laughs> like i don't know what what you could expect me to possibly do like, it's like you trying to fit in four and five rounds into a one-round window. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you wanted all that space, you should have booked me for longer. And <clears throat> niggas simply don't be doing that. Um, I mean, and I can say this in general because it has the trend has continued on into my monogamous relationship. I mean, niggas pull up at 11.30 p.m. and they want effort. I'm, I'm ready for bed. I'm ready for bed. Like, I'm actually allowing you to... I'm just letting you know I might fall asleep. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure that I'm still going to be awake at the end of this. But it was fun while it lasted, you know? Yeah, no, I kind of have, like, that opposite problem. Because, you know, I don't don't be fucking like that. I'm not afraid to say that. I don't... I You know, I stay to myself. Not because I can't, but because, you know, I just don't want to. Like, I'm one of those kind of people. I can have sex probably, like, two, three times a year and be, like, satisfied with that. So, like, for me, it's, like, when the when I do decide, like, I'm going to do it, I, I kind of commit. I kind of put all my effort. I just, I do it. <laughs> because I, it's not like it's going to happen for, like, the next six months. Because I was just talking about this, too, the other day um, with somebody else. I was telling them, I was like, I don't know. It's, like, I go so long without having sex, and I'm like, damn, I miss it. Like, I kind of... I kind of want to have sex, and then it's like immediately after I do, I'm like, oh, that's why I don't do this. Like, um, and it's not that the sex be bad, you know, like it'd be all right, it'd be fine. It's just, I'd just be like, oh, no, okay, that, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and and I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you're satisfied with this kind of lifestyle that you live. I recently abstained for four weeks and. I had to tell my man, like, this is never happening again. Like, I might even rethink having children because I would have to take time off. Like, I just can't see how... I mean, I need, like, it, while I don't have a lot of time to do it, it's, it's frequency, okay? Ten minutes every other day, at least. At least every other day. Two and three times a year, I mean... <clears throat> the two and three times a year is like how often I agree to do butt stuff. <laughs> Not the booty. 
So maybe that's why I understand it's uh, we're taking it taking it easy because it's a no, not I mean no, I mean like in general, like across the board. I mean, even still, could come into play. You never know. Oh well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, you know who. You never know. Listen, I mean, listen. <laughs> like I said, when I when I go to do it, I do it. Anal is troublesome. Like, and I mean that in in as many different ways as you can think of. It causes problems for people. You know, it does. A a few of the only times I've ever gotten trouble for sex related things that had to do with butt stuff. You know, it just there's a lot of preparation that has to take place before that can just happen. Like, it's not something that you can just throw yourself into. And unfortunately, for a lot of the, you know, again, for a lot of the leg booty guys, they don't really respect that. Like, some people just expect for you to just be ready to do that. And it's like, I'm sorry. I've had a whole day today. I have eaten. Um, I have been active. You know, I didn't really clear my mind. I didn't cleanse my spirit. I didn't, like, I'm just not ready for that. And so, like, I don't understand why you think you can just whoop whoop and do that without there being any consequences to your actions. But no. I mean, I got to be real with you. I have IBS and I've never breathed. But... (laughs) Because I, you know, I gamble. But also, though, I don't know. I don't know that straight women. Some are. I feel like the straight women that are doing this regularly, they might do some preparation. But like, you know, there's not really much special that goes into it outside of my typical everyday, you know, once or twice yeah. or thrice over you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> that, that's true that's i've gonna never get me ready to go in the line of fire here i mean i i feel like maybe uh stay ready so you don't have to get ready uh but at the same time i mean flavor is nice i, I don't know okay ew <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say <laughs> that i what you're saying is true. I've never I I know some cis women, some straight women, women who partake in the booty play and they've, you know, they they have never mentioned anything about prepping for it either. So I don't know, maybe y'all maybe y'all different, maybe y'all just got better control over y'all barrels and things. Well, because No, never mind. That don't even make sense. I'm just not even going to say what I was just thinking. But like either way, like I don't know, man. There's I know no, for me, there's no excuse. I mean, right, the gays for me, have it down to a science, and straight people continue to live in a destitute state of <laughs> sorrow and and pity. I mean, I'm I'm really sorry for you guys. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure that that everybody's sex is sanitary. Um, and yeah, like if you, if you're, if you're getting into the sex and you start to feel uncomfortable or you start to feel like things are going left, I mean, 
There's always yeah, an escape it's... plan. I mean, safe words. Right. But what I will also say, though, I truly don't kink shame. And sometimes, to some people, flavor is nice. <laughs> like, I yes, already, yes, definitely. I if it's said consensual. It. If, if it's, it's consensual if it's and consensual it's okay. consensual must. Yes. If you, if you express that you like a little muddy water or that you like a little, you know... You like because you like I'm gonna stank. be absolute pissed, absolutely fucking pissed, okay? If I right. put my face to something and it tastes like goddamn pennies, okay? I will right. never again open up my mouth in your direction, ever again. Like it just simply won't happen. Um, <clears throat> but that's me, and we would have talked about that beforehand because that's what you do. Uh when you have sex with somebody you talk about it first right right for all you people that just blindly go into it with like that's how you end up like because for me and again this is not kink shaming but for me like i don't do spit i just don't do it all right at least not like at least not because we're about to disagree And I just simply am not seeing how you're going into it without it. I I simply am not. You don't even really like tongue kissing. So at this point, we don't need to talk about it any further. Kissing is so gross. Like, what is that? I don't want this anti-kissing propaganda on my podcast. I don't. Well, 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 it's our podcast. And I... Him anti However, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spread I'm not gonna spread the propaganda. That's not even what I was gonna say. I was just gonna say, like, me personally, I don't do like spitting in the mouth. Like other places it's fine, you know, spit on the dick, you gotta spit on the butt. Sometimes you might even gotta if you're not doing what you need to do, and I have never had this problem, but if, if you're not doing what you need to do, some of y'all need to spit start the coochie, then that sounds like a sad life for y'all. But um Listen, like, there is nothing wrong with needing to lube the cooch. And no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with needing to lube the cooch. But if you need to spit start the cooch, I feel like that's just two different there's things. There's nothing like, wrong with that neither. Because if the cooch is not ready, <clears throat> I'm going to be honest with you, because there's nothing wrong with having a medical condition that stops you from, from lubricating on oh, your yeah, own. Oh, yeah, no. Not, but n- if the cooch I'm not is talking not about ready, them. it's the other person's fault. Yes, that's what I mean. That's what I meant. It, it's the other person's fault when the cooch. I'm not talking about y'all who, you know, if there's a reason for why it's not doing what it needs to do down there, then obviously I'm not talking about you. Or let me not say obviously because some people like to get offended. Um, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about the people who, I'm talking about the men that we, I'm referencing the men that we were just talking about earlier. The men who were trained to literally just show up to sex. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them niggas. There's something wrong with them. And that's just something that I can't relate to. I'm sorry that that's y'all's plight. But then again, a lot of y'all do not have the self-awareness to even know if that is your plight or not. So honestly, I feel like everybody's just living a happy life, except for the people that y'all are interacting with. (laughs) Well, what I do have to say is, you know, thankfully, niggas are replaceable. Um, And... You know, I've kind of taken on this thing that this kind of happens sometimes with an attitude and sometimes it's kind of fun. But, like, I just masturbate, like, at the end. If I'm not satisfied, like, I'm like, you're just going to watch me finish. Which, 
I feel like for other people, it's like, yeah, like, it can, on the one hand, it can kind of seem like I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to do it yourself, yeah. But, like, some niggas really do be feeling insecure, right? And they kind of be looking at me like, I don't know what to do with myself now. And I'm like, that's the fucking problem. You don't even know how to help. This could be fun for both of us. And you don't know what to do. Because me personally, if a bitch starts twiddling the clit in front of me, all bets are off. Right. I mean, we're about to have a baby. You got to definitely, like, you got to help. You got to help out. That's what you're here for. Y'all are there to have sex. Sex is when, like, you know, y'all orgasm. So it can't just be a one. It takes two or more people to have sex. So there's no reason why only one person is leaving satisfied. That's just not fair. That's not fun. Like, But <clears throat> this is what else I have to say about it, too, is that, you know, some people be like, I'm not teaching niggas how to have sex. And I'm like, I disagree with that. I feel like that's a bad take. Maybe you, if you've been around the block a few times, like maybe you just want to find somebody that gets it. But like... Even then, like, you're going to have to say something because nobody reads minds and they're not ever going to know your body without you saying something. Like, also, I personally like the idea of, like, niggas being taught how to have sex because nobody, as you said, teaches these niggas how to have sex. Nobody teaches women how to have sex either, which is why a lot of women don't know how to, like, demand things for their fucking bodies and and, and all type of other shit. But... You know what? That's not the here nor there because, like I said, it ain't no problem for me to just put the cooch in a nigga face and be like, watch it finish. Watch it. Get to know it. My coochie is, it's kind of aggressive. It's aggressive, cooch. You're bringing me back to last year when we tried to do this and you were like because I, I brought up pussy fairy by janae aiko and you were like i don't sprinkle it on niggas it's kind of <laughs> i gotta just throw it i don't remember i don't even remember that but it definitely sounds like something i said because i definitely now that i'm thinking about it i don't remember that conversation but i have to say that Thinking about the pussy fairy kind of like in a new light, like the concept of a pussy fairy, I'm really not into it. And it reminds me of like that part in Dreamgirls where like Effie is talking to Curtis and and Dina's right there and she's like, oh, do you like little Tweety Bird girls like Dina or do you want a real woman like me or whatever? Like, or, you know, I don't know. Maybe they were talking to Jim Gurley. I don't know. That's not the point. But like. I just feel like, why sprinkle? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so powerful. And, like, me personally, like, when I fuck bitches, I have fucked some shy bitches. And I'm like, just give it. You know? Like, and it's like, okay, like, if being shy is your thing, like, that's fine. But I want you to bear it all. Like, let's go. Unfurl it. And so I feel like that's how I am when I do it. And my niggas like it. My niggas like an aggressive cooch. Maybe not all niggas like it. Me personally, I've never met one that didn't. So. <laughs> nah, I know you saw that video of Auntie teaching them two little girls. And I think that was her. How to not grind, girls, how to ride my the age. dick. Yes, she said this is the position I use when I need my rip Hold on, she had, some, she had some tricks listen see she had some fucking tricks i was like hold on before 
don't let me fucking hook my fucking ankles underneath this nigga's kneecaps and watch what the fuck he say. This nigga will be in here doing all type of jumping jacks and, and song and dance and some more shit. Listen, because when she did that, when she was like, sit down, and then she sat down, and then she turned back, and she was like, you got to grab him by the face, and then you got to slap him. You would have had me at this. I would have been looking at you like, so how much you said your rent was? You need to pay for three months? I'm not even sure that my bed has the surface area for all that. I only have a full-size bed. I already be waking up in the middle of the night tapping this nigga like, move over. So I'm not sure that I have enough surface area on the bed for all that flipping and carrying on. But I, what you I definitely... Do with the other? I definitely will see. You got to do what her sister said then. Her sister said sometimes you got to get him on the side of the bed and hit him with the leg up. I, I, she didn't, she didn't wait, really demonstrate. No, because I have my bed on extra high mode and and me and my see? nigga are short. We're short. <laughs> We're short. We tried fucking on the side of the bed the other day and for whatever reason, maybe it's PTSD from fucking tall niggas and know how I said PTSD because my life was ruined. But I kept getting up on my tippy toes, and he was like, "Baby, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you up there? Not the muscle memory. Ass down here, <laughs> okay? Like I was on fucking autopilot. Like up oh, here we go. He was like, "What the fuck? I am five eight. Get the hell down here. My bed is already fucking four and a half feet off the goddamn ground. Niggas already Your bed has jump always up been to get there." High. And it's higher now because I have a fucking 13-inch memory foam mattress now and a fucking box spring underneath it. So it is, like, very high and ridiculous. It's, like, on fucking king mode. And niggas be dramatic hopping up. One time I had this 6'3 motherfucker (laughs) basketball-playing motherfucker that I was dealing with for a while. This Dominican nigga, whatever. (laughs) It's beside the point, man. He was very tall and bald um, <laughs> and delicious. Um, Shut up. <clears throat> um, but um, he used to jump up <laughs> on my bed. And I used to be like hitting him up. Nah, that would have like, aggravated me. Stop doing all that shit. I'm, I'm about to kick you out. You're going to have to get out with all that. I would have been mad pissed. I would have been heated. Like, my nigga, you're already tall. Quit all this jumping around this shit. Quit all this fucking carrying on. <laughs> Goddamn shit. Well, let me ask you something. What was trash on the TL this week? Chow, I'm glad you asked me because you you know I know. There was a lot of bullshit going on. Let me see. Um, shit. Well, we had got sent that. Um, shout out to Donnell. Donnell made our logo. We love Donnell. We love him very much. That is a black king. He's one of the only Haitian niggas that I will admit are worth a damn. Um, Haitian niggas don't come for me. Y'all know y'all worth. Um, um, these niggas would, they would be horrified that you're talking about Haitian niggas right now when this was sent to me in the Haitian Creole 101 group chat. But <laughs> he did go ahead and send me something. He said, talk about Maria the Scientist needing a singing coach Mariah the Scientist. Did I say Maria? It's because yes, it he fucking Mariah. actually wrote Maria. Like, this is, <laughs> I didn't fucking uh, proof this. I didn't spell check this. Talk about Maria the Scientist needing a singing coach or stage coach or something because this is like the third bit I've seen of her performing like dog water. I remember hella long ago. Oh, never mind. That was a different. <laughs> 
was a, no, it's not. No, it's not a different conversation. I remember hella long ago, I read an article on Gawker back when that shit was jumping. That Drake had this little Italian lady that was actually his voice coach that taught him how to do everything so he wouldn't sound like ass on tour. And I do want to talk about vocal coaches and stuff like that in general. But for the girls who haven't seen it, let me just play the audio to the TikTok. I'm going to hold my phone um, close to the close to the mic in, in the hopes that the girls can hear this. Um, but let me go ahead and pull this up. God damn well, it. I'm just, okay. I'm just going to say, in case you haven't seen the video, it's not nothing to look forward to. I definitely did get a hearty chuckle out of it, though. So thank you, Donnell, for sending it in because I did laugh. But that's because I mean. Okay. I'm about to play it. Hopefully they this picks up. It's very faint, but she sounds like she is about to regurgitate. Um, I have to say, I don't know this girl. Um... I truly, it wouldn't make a difference to me um, if she was goddamn, I, I, it wouldn't matter to me if she never performed again, um, but I have to say I root for black women and I want her to do great. Honey, you need to do better. You need to do better and you're giving us a bad name, okay? Um, there are people like me out here with real talent that I would dream to perform and, and you're out here, honestly, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. And let me tell you why it's not her fault. <clears throat> because she clearly does not have very much raw talent. Somebody found her and put her in this position. And her team, okay, and she's a beautiful girl. Because I, I clicked. Beautiful the, gowns, gorgeous the, gowns. The TikTok has a, has a Mariah the Scientist hashtag or whatever. So I followed the hashtag. And I, there are other, there's other videos clowning her, but she looks great on stage every time. She's a beautiful girl, okay? Great looks, so the style team is on point. But the, but the, but the, the, the music team, the vocal team, where are you? Either you're not there or you don't care about this girl. Maybe this is a long-form prank, but you're sending her out here unprepared. You're making her look bad, and it's fucked up. It's your fault. Honestly, though, I feel like beyond that, I feel like it's the fans' fault as well because I don't, I'm not familiar with this girl either. I went out of my way to try to, after seeing this video, I went out of my way to try to get familiar with her music. That did not go too well. Um, and all I want to say is, honestly, I don't know what y'all expected her to sound like on stage because after watching this video and listening to her music, um, it, it sounds like it tracks, honestly. And so... And that's not to say that the music was bad. That's just to say that I couldn't get through it. Um, I literally put on... So I think she has like two albums out. Or there was two projects that I saw on Apple Music. And I clicked on the one titled Master. This girl Listen, has two albums it, out? I think Who so. Who are the fans? Who's the fan um, base? Niggas. Niggas? Yeah, niggas. I mean... Because that's the only people that I've ever seen talking about her was niggas. I ain't never seen nobody say, like... Because I've never really seen anybody bring her up in conversation outside of either she looks mad good or, like, they were just, you know, offhand sharing a song that she had did or whatever. 
And so I have, I've been familiar with her. I've known she's existed for a while, but like nobody has ever done, nobody has ever put anything in my line of sight that has made me been like, oh, let me go check this Mariah the Scientist girl out. And so when I went to go do that today, I was like, oh, this is why. So like, it's not that there, you know, it's not that there's not potential. It's not that there's nothing there. It's that it just like you were getting she's at. She's a very it pretty like girl. Just, needs to model. Yeah, it just sounds like she either needs to find her lane or the music team needs to put her. Like, listen, there is no shame in it. Sweetie went to the boot camp and Sweetie is getting good. Sweetie, Well, Sweetie's been good, but, you know, Sweetie's getting better. Like, I feel like if you're going to be an artist and you're going to dedicate yourself to this craft, you got to want to work at it. Otherwise, Sweetie I mean, this is what you get. Good. Sweetie has always been a very pretty girl. Well, and I say I, I, I say good that, in that. I think that sometimes you get blinded by the very, the very pretty light skinned girls too, Josh. I'm not saying that I don't. I am saying that I feel like there has always been some. When I say good, I mean I feel like there was always something there with Sweetie. She was always very pretty. She was always cute. The raps were cute. Like everything about Sweetie tracks. Sweetie has always been like. Sweetie has always been cohesive and she has always made sense. So although her lyricism hasn't always been the best, maybe sometimes her delivery hasn't always been the best. It's been something that she's been working at and it's been something that she's been getting better at. Like I said, there was potential there and she is working on that potential. There is something there going for Mariah the Scientist other than her looks. I mean, if she is the one writing this music, then I mean, maybe you can always do, you, you know, you don't always have to be everything. You don't always have to do everything. Just because you can write doesn't mean that you have to sing. Just because you can sing you doesn't mean that you have but to I don't. I don't really feel like we need to be out here giving any fucking premature credit because we're talking about this fucking girl. And do we know that she writes her music? I don't know if she does. Because most of these motherfucking the people that. don't. And I have to be honest with you. If she's writing her music, okay, I feel like it would be more likely that she would be selling the songs to somebody else who has the more the better performing talent, the better vocal talent, so that she can make some actual money or, like, some better money off of her craft. Like, everybody fucking else who writes. And, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Maybe that might be the lane for her if she is and a writer. And so that's exactly why might... I'm out here ready to blame her fucking team because I'm not about to be, like, I... I Honestly, and and I think maybe I'm I'm having a little bit of a light bulb moment about myself right now, but most of these people that just most of these acts that just be coming out of Hollywood and they're just kind of like nothing. Like you're saying, like there's potential, there's something there. I'm kind of like not seeing nothing but a pretty girl, and like she's not giving me nothing that I'm not getting from a whole bunch of other people out here. And I'm not trying to be hate. I'm just trying to be like, yo, that's what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing nothing different. I'm I'm seeing a pretty girl, and and well, I didn't and, say- and that's what it is. And so when I see that, and I don't see much else, like, and I'm not saying I'm not. Don't get me wrong, because I'm not trying to say like, oh, what about the substance, like, and that like being pretty doesn't mean anything. Like, I'm not going there, you know. I'm not doing that whole misogynist thing, but I'm just saying in general, like, when artists that come out of the like random kind of plant industry plant seeming artists like 
where did you come from? Where, because where's the talent? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not thinking of you as somebody that's like perfecting your craft and like working on your writing and like, you know, working with artists and stuff like that. I don't, and I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what she's doing, but like, I feel like that kind of respect as an artist has to be kind of earned. And the music industry is in such a way and it's been in such a way for so long that it's like, just because people know who you are and you're in the music industry, I'm not about to give you the respect of being a hardworking artist because not everybody that's in that industry is. So I'm seeing this. I've never heard of this girl before. This is my fucking introduction to her. I'm not impressed. You're not doing very good at your job. <clears throat> Next. Like, <clears throat> if somebody's well, like... Oh yo, let's go try this new food spot and you go try that food spot and the food fucking sucks. Are you going to go back to that food spot? Are you going to be like, they're probably working real hard in the fucking kitchen? No, you're going to be like, that shit sucked. I'm not going back. That's how I approach music too. Yeah, well, just to be clear, when I was saying that there was something there, I didn't necessarily mean that there's something was in the music industry. I just feel like there's something... Like, if she wanted to keep a level of prominence, if she wanted us to know who she was, there was she has something. I mean, if it's just her face, I mean, all the more power to her. There's a lot of women that make money solely because they're pretty. There's a lot of men that make money solely because they're pretty. So there is a lane for Mariah the Scientist. I'm just not sure that I know what it is, and I'm not sure that she knows what it is neither. And, going, and moving on from there onto people that don't know what their lane is, um, I mean... I'm sorry to really, you know, throw it out there like that or whatever, but I know you don't care about this. I'm really just saying this just for the shade. Um, Camilla and Sean, they broke up. It was about time. That contract was over. Camilla, please don't try to do anything else to try to keep us, you know, to try to keep you on our minds. We don't care. Sean, go find you a top and be happy. Live your truth, baby. Now, moving on from that to um, another Latina that ain't got no place in the music industry, Danny Lee, baby, baby. Little Miss Yellowbone, baby, I feel sorry for you that you had to go through what you went through. However, you literally got pregnant by a man who wants us to call him the baby and was walking around in wigs with a diaper on and nothing else. Just a wig, just a diaper. <clears throat> I feel like you should have known that, you know, you weren't really just dealing with a stand up nigga. And yeah. I'm going to let you go ahead and have that because I'm not speaking to these girls. I'm simply not speaking to any of these girls. If they walked into my job, okay, I would not say nothing. I would go to the back. I'm going to order some food, y'all. I'm going to do some supplies. I'm going to do some dishes. I'm not saying nothing. What else do we have? I have something else. You know what else was fucking trash on the T.O.? Let's what? talk about something fucking important that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> what? <coughs> Woo! Goddamn. Grapes. That one got you, got you, huh? Hey, grapes. Grape aid. That's what I'm about to call this weed. Grape aid. Please. I'm about to I'm about to fucking add add that to the fucking add the dash aid to the fucking bag because they wrote grapes on a bag. That's the only reason why I brought it up because the niggas just handed it off and was like, "Oh, this grapes." First of all, I wouldn't know because 
I got it on special delivery from my man. So I wouldn't know about the conversation I was had at handoff. Okay? I know that's right. I don't do that work. I don't do that dirty work. And I just want to say, this is how we know that I've kind of come full circle in my life. And this is, this is how I've always meant to be. Because my introduction to weed was in a relationship, granted a very abusive and toxic relationship. But my introduction to regular weed smoking was through a young woman who smoked weed every day and supplied me with weed every day. Okay. Oh, child. The way I just had to... The way you just brought me back. And I'm not saying that my current man do that right now because we are not young and dumb and we both got jobs and we work hard and, you know, we kind of both got to go in on the shit. But I do know that, like, you know, he be doing, he can do the hard stuff. He can go get it. He can go get it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. All right. I'm not going to your husband. What was the thing on the, on the timeline that pissed you off? Yo, I really was pissed off about that tweet that said that the opiate crisis skipped black people. This is not the time sure. nor the place, okay, for us to get really deep into the political and none of that shit. But I know, you know, my sibling, I was talking to my sibling on the phone the other day and they was like, yo, listen, all I know is that Y'all need to be coming for Black Twitter regularly on your podcast because the girls be having horrible takes and the rest of Black Twitter be eating it up. And this is one perfect example of this because everybody was eating it up. Okay, listen, this was the, this was the full tweet verbatim, and I'm 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 reporting this from memory, so excuse me if I get a word or two wrong, but this is what it said. It's still so fascinating to me. That doctors are so racist that the opiate crisis skipped black people. Okay. <clears throat> I commented and I was like, the fact that y'all think that the opiate crisis skipped black people is exactly y'all's problem now. Because what class are drugs like Percocet and Codeine quickly? Listen, not and nowhere in any of that did I or the OP even say that like, doctors over prescribing oxycontin didn't cause the opiate crisis and i was aggravated and kind of like slightly insulted by like other people responding to me and being like yeah like but you don't need a doctor's prescription to get those things girl you don't need a doctor's prescription to get heroin like that's still part of the opiate crisis there are this is a lesson a quick lesson in critical thinking okay there are indirect and direct effects of things Okay, indirect and direct causes of things. So like, <clears throat> you know, Purdue Pharma is responsible directly for doctors over prescribing OxyContin. But Purdue Pharma is also like indirectly now responsible for like the increase in heroin users and like fentanyl laced and Percocet and like the popularity of drugs like Percocet and shit now because like niggas is doing Percocet because white people are doing oxymor oxy oxymoron <laughs> oxycontin keep up okay like and it's just so fucking frustrating like this is just like it's not even really about this because like I could talk about opioids for a long time it's just something that I personally have a connection to it's something that I'm very interested in personally and and that's not even the point here but like this is just a great example of how 
the girls lack critical thinking skills and how they're not present anywhere on Twitter. And like, yeah, I shouldn't be going on Twitter to look for those things and I don't, but maybe if y'all would stop putting these horrible ass fucking takes on my TL, I wouldn't have to fucking think about how actual, actually stupid y'all are. Cause that was just so fucking, that was just an oversight. And then all the people that are defending the OP in response to me, by saying things that the OP did not in any way say. Like that tweet did not in any way say like, oh, I, I feel like she was trying to say like, yeah, we're still affected by the drugs, but like nobody's talking about us or giving us treatment. That's not at all. That girl didn't say nothing, nothing nowhere of the sort. That is not what she said. And I'm not even about to give her all that credit for talking about that shit because that's not what the fuck she said. Because if we cared so much about seeking treatment, getting the treatment and the help that we need and 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 speaking out about black people needing help, we wouldn't be saying things like the opiate crisis get black people. We would be saying things like black people are affected by the opiate crisis too. It's not just poor white people. What can we do to help all the black people that's affected by this? <clears throat> If you go down on Methadone Mile, down here on Mass Ave, there's some niggas out there. You see them? Yeah. I it's mean... proportionate to the number of black people that's in Boston, which is not that many. But it's fucking ridiculous to act like black people are not affected by the opiate crisis. Well, like the opiate crisis is the reason why fentanyl is being put in so many common street drugs these days. And why people I know have been either killed or permanently fucked up by being laced with some shit. You know, niggas just, they don't be thinking. You can tell they didn't really pay attention in school. There's a lot of people who don't know the basics of pretty much anything. And so, honestly, that's why I'm not really surprised when... Because, I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm a know-it-all. I don't know everything. Nobody does. Nobody can. The The wisest man knows that he knows nothing. So, that's not to sit up here and try to sound, you know, high and mighty or whatever. But, I mean, I just feel like... Tying it back into last week, I just feel like everybody would be happier if people only spoke on the things that they knew about. And that they were secure in their knowledge about. Because... This is how we end up with shitty things like this. Like, this whole, that whole debacle was just shitty. Like, it, why? I'm not even going to get into it. Just, it was just, because you already said everything that could have been said. Like, why are y'all speaking on the opioid crisis as if y'all, like, whatever. Because y'all get clearly, what I'm trying to say. If you, if you like, had taken the perspective that the opioid crisis get black people, you clearly seem to or think that you don't have any fucking connection within the black community to the opiate crisis, so why are you saying anything about it? That's a true point. But what I'll say to counter that, though, is that the girls do be thinking that they have authority to speak on things. The girls do be feeling very comfortable and very secure in their fucking logic. And it just simply makes no fucking sense. Like, <clears throat> I got into some, like, fake Twitter beef, like... A couple of weeks ago because niggas on Twitter were saying something like oh like y'all want us to protect black women but y'all want to take black men out of the homes first of all like we really don't want y'all's protection that bad <laughs> like we really don't want y'all's protection that bad the only people that really be out here saying protect black women is black men 
okay? And black women, like, we might say that, but, like, what we really just mean is, like, we just need the spaces for, like, black women to live and, like, just be ourselves and not be fucking bothered. A lot of times, black women saying protect black women, it means, like, black men, leave us the fuck alone. Don't say nothing. Yeah, sometimes protecting us means saying nothing. Sometimes protecting black women means like black men hold the spaces that y'all need to hold so that y'all can work through y'all shit amongst each other. Because, and this is another point that I made on Twitter, like a separate time. The only people who can create the, the spaces for black men to like be vulnerable and like work through their emotions is black men. Black women, like, we can't really do that outside of, like, individual relationships. We can't do that mm-hmm. on, like, a systematic scale. Black men have to do that for them fucking selves because they have privilege. And they're the, they are the reasons why we don't have that in the community because they don't allow that space for one another. And so because they're not allowing the, those spaces for one another to work through their shit, to be vulnerable, to be emotional, and to be accountable, okay, they're not holding each other to the standards of protect black women. We don't need y'all in our houses being alpha male. We don't need y'all fucking, let me get off my motherfucking soapbox. Let me get off my motherfucking soapbox before I get off. We don't need y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You see, I was just letting you talk. I was just going to let you go because honestly. No, because it's 11 p.m. on a fucking Thursday and I'm smoking grapes and I'm in a good mood, okay? Because I done fucking sipped the grape aid tonight, okay? And I'm about to hit the fucking bog when we fucking hang up the call. But I've been fucking pissed off recently about some trash shit that's been going on on TL. And it's been ruining Twitter a little bit for me. I used to say I would never delete this app. I used to say I would never be off this app. And I've been wanting to quit. Listen, I just, I I feel you because I honestly used to be like, because still to this day, I'll have my moments where I'm like dying laughing. I'm like curled over, like stomach hurts, side split, all that good shit. Like, oh my God, Twitter is so hilarious. I would never get off this app. And then there's other days, like, where I'm just like I can't I can't do this shit forever. Such like, wretchedry occurs. Right, like I can't do every single day. I wake up and it's either a new topic that y'all pulled out of y'all ass to argue and debate about, or it's a recycled topic that we've been talking about since 2012. Baby, baby, please, we tired. Find something new to talk about. Find something worth debating to debate about. Y'all niggas in the same topics over and over. And the words of my good sis, Portia, y'all lips don't get dry talking about the same shit. Because mine do. Y'all need some lip gloss? I'm ready to hear about some new shit. And if you ready to hear about some new fucking shit, if you ready to hear some fucking fresh perspective... Put the motherfucking questions and topics in our motherfucking inbox, bitch. Sir Slim at gmail.com. Clom. <laughs> yeah. Sir and Slim at gmail.com. S I R A N D S L I M 
at gmail.com, nigga. Let us and know also what the follow fuck us you on want Twitter. us to talk about. Follow us on Twitter at that same at, at Sir and Slim. Okay? Yes. You can put it in our Twitter DMs as well. Let us fucking know what y'all want us to talk about. Because I'm tired of fucking going on Twitter every fucking day and feeling fucking pressed. Feeling well, fucking I have, annoyed. I do have some good things that I found out on Twitter today. I'll just say those real quickly before we wrap up. First of all, happy birthday to Brie Runway. I love her. Um, and today's her birthday, apparently. So happy birthday to her. Shout out to her. Um, also, in the what a fucking um, beautiful person. Yes, what a gorgeous person. That is somebody who has talent now. That is somebody who <laughs> has some you. motherfucking talent. We spent so much time talking about disappointing light skins that we didn't even talk about motherfucking Brie Runway and how motherfucking sickening she is. I want to see her live so goddamn bad, and I don't even know very much of her music. I don't even know Listen. very much of her music, but if she comes to fucking town, I want tickets and I will study. Because she's worth it. And um, in the vein, uh, speaking of Brie one Runway, this is a fabulous transition. Someone who she has worked with, um, my girl, my bestie, shout out to Baby Tate. Um, I love her. She just released a new single and video called Dungaree. She's a part of the um, the Bruised soundtrack, which was executive produced by Cardi B and Halle Berry. So, you know, legends supporting legends, talent supporting talent all around. Um I believe the movie is. I believe the soundtrack is dropping tonight at midnight, um. So November nineteenth. Um. So if y'all listening to this, it's probably already out now. By the time y'all listen to this, um, I believe like it's Halle Berry's directorial debut. I believe in the, um, soundtrack is the first all female rap album, like ever. I believe so. You know, just good shit all around. So yeah, you know, go support Baby Tate's single Dungarees and support um the album the brew soundtrack because that's good and also coming up on um youtube originals miss tab you know um tabitha brown um everybody's favorite auntie she has her own show coming up on youtube called tab time i believe um i made a note of it hold on don't let me tell y'all the wrong name um yeah tab time it's a youtube original um it seems like it's gonna be very fun for the children so if you have kids or whatever you know put them on to that and yeah also shout out to baby tape for becoming a savage x ambassador sorry to backtrack but y'all bitches was talking all that shit about my girl's body and now look per don't play with god's favorites you know who my favorite savage ambassador is um weirdly enough is madison pettis i love her little reviews they're very cute she's a very cute person. she's a savage ambassador yeah I see it on Twitter, not Twitter, I see it on Instagram all the fucking time, Um, and her little reviews are just cute. I don't know if I could say, like, she's my favorite, because I feel like there's a new one that comes out all the time, but, like, I guess, like, of the little, like, the ones that be doing, like, the reviews and the snippets and shit, like, hers are always so cute. Like, I love seeing that. I'm like, oh, look at you with your little lingerie on. You're so fine, girl. I like seeing Jackie Ina. I like Jackie Ina's um, little like little things that she be doing in her Savage X reviews. And I think I'm not gonna say that she be giving us energy, but Summer Walker be looking good when she does her little Savage X things too. Like that was just like that was just perfect branding I think or whatever. Jackie Ina is maybe a topic for next week and the week after or something because there's a lot of controversy about that woman. 
there's a lot of, okay yeah let's get into that next week or something because i don't even know what you're talking about y'all y'all got my girl in some mess <laughs> um i'll read up on it it's funny that you don't know because i know you follow her so i'm surprised you don't be seeing her responding to her own mess but i'll read up on it and i'll bring you some receipts for next week okay yeah um, i'll be looking i'll go do some research too because hold on but from now i do have one more announcement um an initiative that we're trying to start and be consistent with here at sessions um you know this is a boston podcast okay even if we're not talking about boston very explicitly all the time i just want to make sure y'all know that this is a boston podcast okay yes we do record from two separate states and sir unfortunately is not in the city right now it's still a boston podcast and always and forever matter pants till i die bitch we trying to um you know make sure that we put on some put some boston people on um because not a lot of people know about anybody that comes out of boston minus like maybe cousin stiz if you're not from around away, Donna Summers is from Dorchester, per. And like Bobby Brown, I guess. <laughs> like, but like nobody else like thinks about like Boston artists and shit like that. And so we hope that will change. And if we get any popularity from this, we hope that some other people gain some more popularity out of this. So please, as a reminder, y'all, um, if you don't have Spotify, please feel free to download the Anchor app to listen to our podcast with the music breaks. Um, when we put our couple of breaks in there, whatever, we do be playing music and shit. And it'd be a little vibe. Like, I be trying to, like, you know, make it make sense with what we got going on and be entertained and make sure it's some good vibe for y'all. But at the end of every episode, and again, this will only be available on Spotify or Anchor. At the end of every episode, we're going to play music from a Boston artist. So last week, we played music from me, which is fine. But this week, we're going to play music by somebody uh, Sir knows. Yes, it's from my friend, Johanna. I love her down. Hey, friend. <laughs> That's what we'll be saying. <laughs> hey, friend. We're going to play your song. Um, the This one is Satisfaction. It's one of my favorite songs by her. But my actual favorite song by her is yet to be released. She's about to come out with a project, and she let me listen to it early. And listen, y'all, y'all are not ready. She's about to kill the game with this shit. When it drops, it's about to be over. It's going to be doing big things for my girl. Like, so I want y'all to support, you know, regardless of if she gets signed by whatever, whatever. Just know that this project is better than, it's way better than whatever the fuck Mariah the Scientist got going on. Sorry to keep shading that girl, but whatever. Um... So, yeah, I hope y'all enjoy this track as much as I enjoy this track because she is someone who is truly talented. She is someone who can rap. She can sing. She writes. She does it all, honestly. So go support, you know, a local artist. Go support someone who's actually out here working at their craft and doing the damn thing. Yeah, so with that, again, please make sure to go bump that Johanna record, that satisfaction that we're about to play um, and look out for that project that will be coming out hopefully very soon. 
Um, please make sure to write us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. But like Apple Podcasts really, really helps. If you listen to us there, please make sure to leave a review. Um, definitely, if you're on Spotify, check out them tunes that we link in there or check out the Anchor app if you want to listen to the music that way as well. Um, and maybe like l- later on down the line, like we'll make a public playlist on Apple so that the girls can have access to it, uh, like the music that we put out on here. But, you know, that, that'll that be to come. Um, and, yeah, once again, don't forget to send us those questions and topics, advice, letters, whatever y'all want to send us. And yeah, eventually, I- I'm trying to work on setting us up a Spotify and, like, a Google po- podcast, too, for so that we can just have more reach Stitcher and all that. Um, I just got to have the time. You know, I got a job, baby. So I be working sometimes, and I close a lot, so I be tired. But when I got the time, you know, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to really make sure that we got even more of a reach out there. So that, oop, I'm all bumping into shit. I'm, <laughs> so that we have more of a reach, and that we're reaching everybody and anybody. So, yeah, and make sure that you guys follow us on Twitter, like we said, at Sir and Slim. Yeah, and with that... I just gotta hold you Oh, never We can never part